on, and we're gonna have the hap hap happiest Christmas. I'll never turn to the dark side. Into Benoit Blanc. Can you introduce me as Joker? I am the father. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Phil at the Movies. I'm your host, Phil Walsh, and you're listening to episode number 89 of this ongoing podcast series that is for the love of movies and Merry Christmas. Yes, this episode is dropping a special delivery for December 22nd, 2023, heading into Christmas weekend. Recording this a few weeks uh, before the big day, but uh, by the time you listen to it, it will be... That special time of year again, Santa Claus will be on his way, and uh, everybody will be getting ready for, of course, the big day on the 25th. And I thought kind of a good way to wrap up this uh, holiday season, a number of Christmas-related and, and holiday-themed episodes, that it would be a good time to look back at a ranking of sorts, a top 10 Christmas films, uh, personal favorites, if you will, you know, like the song, a few of my favorite things. Uh, I promise this is going to be a, a joke-filled episode, and it may get a little stale like, uh, uh, you know, Christmas uh, fruitcake and whatnot. But um, any event, I'm not doing this by myself today. I thought today would be fun since, again, Christmas and the holidays is always a great time to reconnect with families and especially uh, watch Christmas movies, and that's been a big deal in my house growing up, still is, around this time of year. But uh, today I am pleased and delighted to be welcoming back to the show for what I believe is the fifth time now, my sister Ginny. Welcome back. Hi, thanks for having me. Well, as I said, today is a great uh, time to look back at some of the greatest Christmas movies or favorite Christmas movies, and I'm quite sure that there's going to be a lot of overlaps uh, with our uh, our perspective, uh, respective list. But uh, the way I figured we could do this, uh, we'll do a uh, our top ten each, our favorite Christmas movies of all time. Um, we'll sort of go back and forth. And again, this is a good time for you, the listeners, to uh, chime in with your favorite Christmas and holiday movies. Certainly there are a number of them out there. I'm sure we're going to touch on a few of the classics, but uh, there's a, a few obscure ones, shall we say, or maybe not some uh, conventional Christmas it's movies. probably my list. Well, I think both of our <laughs> lists probably have a few unconventional lists, but uh, hey, that's all all part of the magic and fun of the season. Uh, again, great time of year to watch any of these movies. I mean, you can pretty much turn on any TV uh, channel or streaming network and watch all of these films and then some. Uh, but no Hallmark movies, I'm going to say that right now. No no Hallmark movies will be making at least my list. I don't want to speak for you. No, no, I'm not a Hallmarker. Okay, so, making Hallmark movie moments. But, yeah, uh, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no Hallmark movies in general. Just, you know, no, no, like the Christmas cookie crumb. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's the ones. same movie with different titles and it, I just... That's another episode. I don't think that's actually a movie. We just no, I just it it's it's a recurring <laughs> joke in this house where it's like you know around the holidays it'd be like you know oh did, you know someone watch a you know a Christmas cookie. a Christmas cookie crumble <laughs> or you know the Christmas mystery at the barn. It's like okay, just fill in the blank. You know a Christmas you know yeah sunshine. It's like stop stop the madness. Um, but anyway, I I guess uh, 
We'll just uh, we'll start unwrapping this uh, uh, these gifts, shall we say, uh, Jen? Why don't you start uh, with? Uh, no, she's giving me the look, so I guess I will go first. I, I didn't mean to put her on the spot like that, um, so I will I will go first, uh, and we'll. Do- you're saying top ten is like the ten being your again favorite. your favorites. This is not is like number one. Your number one. Number one. Yes, yes, that's the best way to look at it. Right. There we go. Okay. All right. So again, uh, friends and listeners, this is a good opportunity for you. Uh, uh, tweet or whatever the hell they're calling it these days. Uh, let me know your favorite Christmas movies of all time. Uh, do, do we have any overlap? Or uh, again, like I said, is, do you have a, a completely different and original list? Uh, that might be even more exciting. But uh, nevertheless, let's uh, let's decorate this uh, Christmas movie tree. I will try to keep the uh, the jokes and the puns and the holiday metaphors to a limit. But I can't can't promise that throughout the whole episode. All right, so number ten. Mm-hmm. For me, it is A Christmas Carol, and the version, of course, that I am referring to is the George C. Scott version. I know. You have strong feelings about A Christmas Carol. (laughs) I will just say this. I think George C. Scott is the best portrayal of Ebenezer Scrooge. Yes, the movie came out in the early 1980s. It was actually a TV movie, interestingly enough, but... You know, it's it's a little dated, certainly by today's standards, but it is, I think, the most faithful adaptation of the story. And I've seen countless versions of this film, and none of them hold a candle to the George C. Scott version. He is flawless as Scrooge. And again, even for sort of like the somewhat dated effects, it still holds up. And I don't know, I just have a great sense of, of nostalgia and warmth every time I watch the film. It's It really is a special Christmas film for me. So starting off the list, number 10 for me is A Christmas Carol with George C. Scott. Again, Jen, I know you love A Christmas Carol. I think A Christmas Carol, it's, I think some people's favorites apparently made your top 10. I just, I personally, I, in eighth grade, we... We played A Christmas Carol to death. Like, honestly, like, I had my own ghost of whatever it is. Of Christmas Palace. Because we we read the play, we read the book, we then, like, saw the Muppets with it, we saw the show with it, we saw it, like, a couple different versions, like... Even, like, during, like, Christmas, like, you know, like, the last day before Christmas break, that movie was showing as a activity. Like, I've, I'm Christmas Carol out, if that makes sense. But I do agree that I think it is a classic film. Um, I know all the references. You know, I get it. (laughs) But I would think that's a good one for your list. I think it definitely suits you because you like that type of... I don't know, how shall we say? I, I just love the aesthetic of that film, too. Yeah. It really, it feels like it's Victorian England. Totally. Uh, and, and again, it doesn't, even though, yeah, some of the effects are a little dated by today's standards, just the cast is great, and it, it still is, I think, the most faithful adaptation of the story. It doesn't cut any corners. It really uh, stays true to the uh, to the story, which is, I think, uh, important when you're doing a, a version like A Christmas Carol. Okay. So you want mine now? Yeah, give me a... Give so I know, I, I've got like my top five list that would be, <laughs> I know you're like, that's not what I asked, um, I, that would be like Sibling I have an rivalry. order, but like I from 10 on, I don't really think, so I think I'm with my list of 10, 
Um, I do like, I probably put Violent Night is number 10. All right. Which is a new sprinkle into the magic. Oh, right. Because um, I think it's a really well done film. I love, why am I blanking on his name? David Harbour. Yeah. And I think it kind of puts a little bit, it's, you know, it's the classic David Harbour, like, badass, (laughs) like, stepping back into crime, but also, like, the burnt-out Santa being reborn again. I don't know. That kind of looks like a good little technique. And it's really new, which I think considerably there's a lot of Christmas movies that are the same, or you haven't had original classics in a while. And I don't know if people would put put Violet Night into an original classic. No, I would say of the recent Christmas films... I mean, it's getting a sequel, so that certainly speaks volumes oh, there. Yeah, I don't um, know that. So, no, I, again, I I have it a little further down in my list, uh, so I'll save some of my thoughts. But um, no, I mean, it, it's it's a edgier, darker, more violent Home Alone. It's like yeah. a perfect, and then you throw in Santa Claus, yeah. to it. Uh, no, I I I loved it the first time I there's saw it. This is so funny. Like, it, there's some funny things, like the reindeer basically, <laughs> like are all attacking each other. Yeah, and, like violent. You know, it's just it's like a dark perspective, but then it gets like it has that holiday warmth in and, the end. Yeah, no, it's, it's it's it's. Hard. I love it. <laughs> Santa's drunk, and <laughs> some people would probably have a problem with it. No, no, it's not something for the little kids. There's yeah. no doubt about it. this. Is not a family friendly movie, but it's. And one for the you know, more mature audiences, shall we say. Yeah. No, I, I like that. That's good. Let's go in, Jen. All right. Uh, so number nine for me is The Santa Claus. And, oh, you yeah, put that up uh, on my list. Yeah, so the number, this is, a. again, I have very mixed feelings about the rest of the series, but the first one, it is the best. It is the best, I think, Tim Allen does as Santa Claus. I love the story. Uh, the bond between uh, between him and Charlie. And again, it, it, friends, I did an episode earlier this month uh, with Anthony Caruso, and, and we really uh, dissected and unwrapped this movie, so I won't reiterate all of my thoughts. But um, no, I, I think it's a, it is a classic in every sense of the word, and it's a unique spin on the Santa uh, story, shall we say, yeah. about you know kind of it being passed on from one person to the to the next and uh and again rewatched it recently and it you know again surprisingly holds up almost what now 30 years uh later it, it's a it's a charming and again you're going to hear that word again throughout today's episode heartwarming and i think that's something that is kind of goes hand in hand with a christmas uh any kind of christmas movie. you've got to have that heartwarming uh feel good sense otherwise like what the hell's the point of it? Right. <laughs> all right so that's number nine for me um, I think mine would be Home Alone in New York. Okay, very nice. Good, obviously. And it's really good comparatively yeah, yeah. to the first. Or not. To the others. To the others. Yeah. It's a good sequel. It still doesn't surpass it, Home Alone. Oh, yeah. But it's a it's it's still like it keeps your interest. Oh, um, no. I have probably stumbled into it you know, half a dozen times at this point. And, yeah, it's funny. Like, New York, it's like... Um, like list like the very, like the highlights of New York and I was just in New York a couple of weeks ago and it was funny to see like actually the movie there was a lot of parts of Central Park that I that were in the film that were like are stapled when you like I did a tour of Central Park so that's probably why I know a little bit too more um, a lot about the movie but um, <laughs> yeah but I think it's a great um, 
I think it's a good Christmas classic. It doesn't, it's not, it doesn't make like the top five, but it, it, it's still like usually, you know, like Kevin is still the same age yeah. just about. He's this cute little thing, but you know, he's still that like little like deviant or something. <laughs> so he's, he's, he's definitely more, he's, he's, he's definitely more, more dangerous. He's, no, I, I just rewatched it and like. The first one is like you know, kind of like innocent, like you know, you know, gentle maiming. Of yeah. Stuff. But like the second one, he's like like a straight up like borderline murderer. Seriously? Like, no, I know. I mean, he's a little bit, you know, some of the things. I mean, those serial those Marvin Harry, they, they would definitely be dead. I know. You know, you you four bricks to the head, that would just <laughs> alone take you down. You know what I mean? And then the 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 falls to the electrocution. I mean, yeah. there's so much that would take it down. But like I said, it's all part of like the humor and no, it, it's dark you know, it's still an iconic it it just misses the top 10 for me because <laughs> it, i know i know it's i know I, Wait, did you not include I, it? it's not in my top 10 you did not no it's not in my top 10 no okay. it, it just it, it like it's right on that nice edge um but what is it just the original is just so perfect yeah. like it, it just can't replace it but uh no it, it, there's a lot of iconic moments i mean tim curry is is wonderful. Have <laughs> a lovely day. Have <laughs> a lovely day. Oh, he's just—he's just great. Oh, he was—he's just really. He like he—he <laughs> he just elevate. Yeah, you know, again, like he does—he does do a good job with yeah. it. Complimentary um, applause. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a fun. It's a fun one right, uh, for sure. Eight. All right, so number eight for me is Jingle All the Way. I would say the same for me. Oh, so we're both all right. Yeah. All right, well, there we go. Some overlap. There we go. Yeah. Um, no, I love it. I mean, Arnold Schwarzenegger is great, and it's Sinbad is great as as the uh, the mailman. I mean, it, it's just such a a wacky and and wild Christmas movie. Like it's like oh, it's basically so trying to get a toy. Like it's a very simple concept, but like it's stretched over like an hour and thirty Goes minutes to the end. It, of the earth for his son, but he's been locking in the falls of the No, he's gone the whole day. Like you know, yeah. I forgot the toy. It's like pick up the, the doll. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean it, it's it's classic. You know, Turbo Time. I mean, I, I always the have neighbor. a oh yeah, oh my god, yeah, the, the late great Phil Hartman. Uh, he was wonderful uh, in that movie, hitting on his uh, hitting wife. on his wife. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, I mean it's. And then a, who's it was Sinbad. Oh, that's yeah, him. that's him. Yeah, he, and he's great. Like he's just, you know, over the top and, and yeah. just like you know that scene him. with the bomb. Like that was. Oh my that. gosh! Yeah, <laughs> or when they're waiting in line to go to the toy store, and he just like grabs the woman and starts like jumping her in the street. I know. No, it's it's a. Or like when they're running away, like they think they've got away from each other, like going down the hallway, like. Oh no, yeah. Know, he's all excited. <laughs> yeah. No, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger. He, like, I haven't watched that this year. He pulls it off just flawlessly yeah. in this film. Um, also has Jake Lloyd pre uh, pre the Phantom Menace, I believe. Oh yeah, yeah. I know, I know. Yeah. I always forget I that. Know. Too, that's that right, is. that's right. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure this was before the Phantom Menace. So, uh, you know, little Star Wars reference for all you yeah, uh, astute right. listeners there. But um, no, it, it's a. It, it, I would say it's a. It's another classic it's you know certainly not in the category of like elf or no. um, home alone but it's a uh, it's pretty damn good yeah. as a christmas movie and, and like i know some people will, will uh, you know sort of you know put cold on it so to speak i i think it is wonderful and and again that word heartwarming yeah yeah it's it's wonderful I and mean, again just 
you know, it's, it's actually an interesting commentary about the whole commercialization of Christmas and like how it's all about, you know, the insanity of, you know, trying to find the gift. And it was actually inspired, interestingly enough, about the Cabbage Patch toy craze oh in the like early to, I think it was mid or to late 1980s and uh, just sort of like this panic where parents were running around trying to find these Cabbage Patch dolls. And I guess that's what ultimately inspired. I can definitely see how some people get to that level, especially like it kind of brings up a point of like Christmas. <laughs> like just it could get stressful towards the holidays. Oh, yeah. No, like, again, put aside. People wanting their gifts and people like getting what they want to make their Christmas the perfect Christmas for that Christmas morning part. How many yeah. times can I say Christmas? <laughs> um, <laughs> a few more times. But like, yeah, you, I mean, you do see, I mean, I've never been someone that's, done anything like no no but like you can (laughs) put aside the antic like there is that sort of relatability like just how insane it can kind of get um and you do lose sight of it but again there is a lot it's almost like when you get to the 25th you're like you're exhausted like you know but no um that was our eight that was number eight so uh now on to number seven um so for me then and this is where we kind of get into the unconventional Mm -hmm. um uh terms but for me number uh, number seven is Batman Returns. Now, some people might say, wait, is this a Christmas movie? No, this is a Christmas movie because, uh, you know, unlike, say, uh, you know, Die Hard, which I know there's a lot of uh, strong feelings about that being a Christmas movie, uh, this film sort of has the, the Christmas aesthetic all the way through. But even putting aside the trappings, because a lot of movies can have window dressings and, and Christmas trees, uh, but not really have much of a commentary on the holiday. Batman Returns, I think, really does have an interesting messaging about Christmas and sort of that time of year. And again, I won't go into all of it again because I did an episode on this last year. Uh, But to me, there is a real story about loneliness and that time of year where sort of you want to have connection, you want to have family. And you see that with, with Batman and the Penguin and with Catwoman in that film and you know they, they all are sort of want this sort of sort of unreachable uh item so to speak and, and you know, of course by the end of it you know none of them kind of get what they want and you know it's sort of this you know sort of you know eerie um and and sort of melancholy view of the holiday where it's not you know i think some people even call it like an anti-christmas movie where it's not you know everybody you know you know goes home at the end of the day it's on it's not a it's a wonderful life if you will by the end of it like you know batman is just you know it's him and alfred and you know the snow is falling on on christmas eve but th- that's it like it's a yeah. very uh, somber look at it and i don't know it just it, it's tim burton so you've got that kind of weird gothic look to it but Again, to I me, never would have thought to say yeah, that. Yeah, no, I, again, Christmas I, oh, no, I, I. Again, I mean, it is Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I get, I mean, I don't just shake my word, you know, Variety ranks. It is one of the greatest Christmas yeah. movies. So, you know, there's that, if you will. But, no, I, I just find it to be an, kind of, again, it's, it's the unconventional Christmas movie, but it's, it, it sort of, you know, again, has the aesthetics, but it kind of goes beyond that. It sort of goes out of its way to make a statement about Christmas and it's sort of all the way through. I mean, Christmas is, is in every single scene. Like you can't help but see a wreath or a tree or, or a Santa Claus. And again, there's sort of an interesting messaging about the holiday and, and sort of loneliness. I mean, I kind of call it a silent night with a K if you will. Uh, but yeah, yeah. yeah no, <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. So number seven for me is definitely Batman returns. 
Um, so I would put the Santa Claus at seven for me. All right, very nice. Um, partly because it's the making of a Santa, ironically. Um, and so I think that it's Tim Allen, who's a classic, who's in more than just one of your Christmas. Like, I know. We'll get to that yes, in a little bit. Yes, yes, obviously, yes. that's higher on my list. Yep. Um, and but I think it's just like one of those things. It doesn't. There's not a whole lot of logic that makes sense. But isn't that sometimes Christmas and believing all alone? Yeah. Like there isn't sometimes the logic behind it. It's just the belief. If that makes Believing sense. is saying. So I I don't know. I find it like I like the beginning kind of where you know him and Charlie like are having like this moment and like he's trying to be a really good dad, but yeah. you know he's he like the divorce and all of that. Well, he has a great arc in that. Yeah, story. He starts out. Not quite a Scrooge character, but these sort of tendencies, and then yeah. you, know, you see him, you know, sort of transition through the whole year where he he does become Santa. <laughs> and Claus. I don't know why he called it the rough, <laughs> but uh, fell off the rough. <laughs> but um, yeah, you listen in and see if anyone else finds that. <laughs> um, if it but, I think, yeah, I think Charlie is the cutest little kid. He was also a cute little boy, you know what I mean? I, you know, that's a thing with... Like a child actor. A child actor, yeah. particularly in a Christmas movie. And yeah. we won't go into something <laughs> else because we want to be, we'll be nice on this show. Um, but a a child actor in any movie, but particularly in a Christmas movie... Oh, I really just I say, any, chi- movie. any movie where you have a child actor... It's one of those situations where you cast the wrong person, and you know you, you go from having you know, sweet and 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 innocent to annoying and obnoxious, yeah. and that's a very thin line. And again, I would certainly put uh, Eric Lloyd in in that category as you know as a good child actor, Macaulay Culkin, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, again, it's 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 a it's a balance. I mean, even Jake Lloyd in um, Jingle All the Way, I think he's he's yeah, good he did in a that great film. Job. No, it's it's not like overdoing it, and I think I think he did a great so, job, and like, yeah, I think that's a very. I haven't watched that movie from like cover to cover. Now, do I think the second and third are my favorite? Probably could have left it alone in one. Yeah, but you know, I do get the you know, and I loved the first one so much. So let's make a sequel and a trilogy, <laughs> but and a Disney Plus and show. A Disney Plus show. Oh my gosh, I didn't even know about that. But um, yeah. uh, yeah, I think I would definitely put that one as. Number seven. Number seven. All right. Great. All right. Perfect. Six. All right. Number six for me is Violent ah, Night. Yes. And again, talk about a, I, I think, a new Christmas classic. David Harbour I, is one of my favorite Santa performances. I, I just, like, if, if, if you were to say, you know, Santa Claus were real. Okay, you know, spoiler alert, everybody. Um, you know, I almost think like he would be like David Harbour. Like, I know we sort of always think, oh, Santa's this, you know, sort of older, you know, like grandfatherly, you know, yeah. guy. But I almost think like, you know, Santa's been doing this all these years. He's going to be tired. He's going to be a little rough around the edges. But yet there's still and that. that, that there's still that, you know, that twinkle in his eye. Yeah. And David Harbour, I think Perfect. he can play the gruffness. Without being like, you know, an asshole Santa Claus, like from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, but he also can, you know, be like the, you know, the, the jolly, you know, old elf kind of a thing. Uh, I, I love this movie. It's funny. It, it's 
it's a darker, more violent Home Alone. You sprinkle in Santa Claus. There's a great message about the power of belief and yeah. Christmas spirit. I, I, I loved it. I loved it the minute I saw it. I can't wait for the sequel. I can't wait to see what they're going to do with it. Uh, but no, I, I thoroughly enjoy this film. I've got the hat prop over there uh, on the uh, on the desk. I mean, my, my bona fides of this movie are, are, yeah. are definitely there. But no, I, I it's, again, it's, it's an edgier Christmas movie. Like this is not a sort of like, oh, let's all sit around with the kids after, you know, dinner and watch a Christmas movie. Like this is a much more you know, older audience. You know, it's it's die hard meets home alone. It's yeah. probably the best way to describe it. But I know I, I I love it. I think it's hilarious and again what a what a unique concept. Oh, you know, really Santa really. as an action hero. Like it it just worked. It's like good. It, it it worked perfectly. I'm trying to think of other movie that reminds me of that's not Christmas related. That's like I can't think of it. Well, that's okay. If you <laughs> think of it. <laughs> All right, Which yeah. is like where the swoops in, saves the day. Like it's action film. It's just. Yeah, well, that could be anything. <laughs> I know, I it's not taken. Um, no. no. <laughs> Liam Neeson is Santa. So this is number six. This is your number six. Um, yep. I would say Home Alone for me. Oh, okay. All right. Very nice. Because, let's think. I. Yeah, it's a really. It's a Christmas classic. There's so many famous lines from it that you can just quote. You know, the Kevin. Um, and just I'm eating junk and watching rubbish yeah there are so many just funny you know lines that come out of that that just make it like work I don't know what it and he as a little boy is acting like you think he's like in it he's older like you know what I mean like the way he carries his lines it's not like oh I forgot the line you know Oh, quickly, just get it out of him. You know, it's like it comes out natural. So he, he's well. much older than he seems. Yes. Yeah. So I love it, and I think it is. Um, it's really, yeah. I think it's top notch. And then you know, there's a lot of like subtle references like throughout the film. Like you were saying to me the other day, like you were saying, oh, like the didn't. Well, that's yeah, the thing. I like that. The director uh, Christopher Columbus, who you know, this really kind of put him on the map, so to speak. He went on to do a number of films, including uh, the first two Harry Potters. Um, but he w- he made a real effort with this first film to sort of have Christmas in every shot. Like, if you watch that movie and you pay attention to the details, red and green is everywhere. There's trees, there's poinsettias. Like, he wanted it to feel and look like Christmas is all around it. So that was a great little uh, nod. Uh, But then there's also little things there, like they were, the movie of course is far-fetched, like you left your eight-year-old home, but like they go to such a way to make it believable in that world, like, okay, Kevin's ticket gets thrown out, so therefore like, you know, you wouldn't know. You know, like people have always wondered for years, why is there a doggy door in the house they don't have a dog? Well, if you again, paying attention very early on in the film when um, uh, Kate's on the phone, she's mentioning how they put the dog yeah. in the kennel for the trip. So, like, you know, again, it's little details like, like that. Let's be honest, though. Would you leave your kid at home? Would you forget to bring your child? We don't have kids. <laughs> I mean, I mean I, it's not like they're a big family. No, it, it, it happened. <laughs> I know they have a lot of people yeah. there. But, I mean, I guess, again, they went to to the – Extreme to figure out, okay, what would make this yeah. believable? Of course, today, Let like, alone you know, twice. with cell phones, well, yeah, no, <laughs> with cell phones today, it'd be a whole different story, but, um, no, again, that's what makes this film, again, that 
heartwarming, charming mm-hmm. uh, feel. That was, that's very and good. like everything kind of works out in the end. Like his whole family came home Christmas morning. Yeah, that's the thing. It's not Things like... Things work out in the end, but it's It's just, not like it just has a... You cr- believe it, too. Yeah. Oh, no. So it's unbelievable. You you, no, it. again, that's a testament to both the, the story, to the writing, to the acting. Like, you'd be like, to the police, break down the door. I don't care. No. <laughs> like, I, you know? And I would also say another component of this film is John Williams' score. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, that, yeah. Uh, again, that just elevates the yeah. movie and... Uh, again, everything another he does, famous, everything he does is, is, <laughs> is, is, uh, is genius in, in my book. But yeah, I, I'll have more, more to say in that in just a little sure. bit. Uh, all right. So now we're getting things getting We're getting to the top five. So this is where things really start to, to, uh, to you know, power on, if you will. Uh, we're, we're really, uh, we're unwrapping all these gifts slowly but surely. Mm-hmm. Uh, so number five for me is Elf. And you know, if you want to talk about a film that sort of, checks all the boxes and is arguably the last true certified Christmas classic of the last now 20 years. I think Elf is is that film. Again, a quotable movie. Will Ferrell is perfectly cast as Buddy the Elf. Interestingly enough, this film was in production hell for the better part of 10 or 12 years. It was written in the mid-1990s, and initially Jim Carrey was sought after to play Buddy the Elf at that time, but nothing ever came to be. It you know, went from director to, to writer um, until finally John Favreau uh, came on board, and again, the rest is now history. But uh, just talk about a, a film with a, here's that word again, heartwarming story, it's funny. I just rewatched it the other night. And again, I think what makes the film work so well is Will Ferrell's performance because he's never doing a wink and a nod. He's never phoning it in. It's He's Buddy the Elf. He is Buddy the Elf. And again, you've got the great supporting cast. You've got Ed Asner as Santa Claus. You've got James Caan as Walter. I mean, it's just everything about that movie is is perfect. And again, you sort of... Look at the de- you know the devil is in the details. The effort to make a you know make it look and feel Christmas. I mean, the design of the North Pole is very reminiscent of the Rankin Bass Christmas specials. And again, just sort of the the presence of trees and lights. Again, all those details. It's as if John Favreau just came in. It was like, yep, we're making a Christmas classic. Let's go. And again, we're not talking a big budget movie, which you know is only I think like maybe 20 or $30 million budget. And, of course, it went on to gross uh, well over $200 million. I mean, this was a, a certified hit. But I, I just love it. I just think the whole film, again, use that word, is charming. It's heartwarming. It's funny. And you just feel Christmas. You feel Christmas. Like, by the end of it, when Buddy's in the sleighs and waving, like, you just can't help but have a big big Christmas yep. smile on your face. So, yeah, number five, Elf for me. Oh, my. I'll share my thoughts on that yeah. a little bit. Yes. Actually, sooner rather than later. But <laughs> Son of a nutcracker. I would do um, The Holiday. And I don't think oh, you've seen oh, that. Oh, okay. No, I... With Cameron Diaz. Yes, I have seen that. Yes, with with um, Jack Black. Yeah, but have you seen it cover to cover? I, don't I think, think you so. Have. Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> I might be confusing with something else. Yeah. So I watched that last year for the first time because I didn't. Oh wow! It was always on like E, and I would miss half of it, and then 
I finally watched it before. Yeah, maybe like, I haven't Because it. it's got yeah. like you can watch it kind of whenever. Sure, you know, sure. not, It's better around the holidays, but like I think I watched it in October. And it was very, like, yeah, it's very good. It's like the two different switching of lives because both have to get out of their own lives and they end up like finding these people. Okay, yeah. And like really settling in in the different places that different like I don't know, one she's across the country and the other one's in I think LA. I can't remember where they are, but um, and they really like learn a lot about each other's lives and then like fall in love. Obviously, it's <laughs> Christmas time. There's romance. I mean, let's be honest. Um, so yeah, I think that's a really good one. Oh, um, nice. Cameron Diaz can't cry and then she cries at the end because oh, she's okay. like the steel shut like <laughs> businesswoman and yeah, oh, nice. and she's able to like open up again and. Kind of her her trip across, and then Kate Winslet is able to like find her own little you know groove in a different place. It's good. Okay, I'm have to watch nice. it. I'm very good. Right. Not making it sound good. No, <laughs> no. like oh yeah, sure. No, okay. I I, I like I like the and the, and the soundtrack is spot on. Okay. It's the it's Hammers or what's his what's that called? Who's that? It's another. It's not like it's obviously like not like Star Wars. Who's that guy? What's that guy's um, title Hans Zimmer, yes, that's it. <laughs> okay. There we go. Sorry, I was thinking of, I don't know what I was, I just, but yeah, not sure what I was thinking of, but anyway, yeah, the Dark Knight, yes. all the, yeah, okay, there we that's go. Right. I think he does some of the soundtrack in oh, holiday. Okay, well, you're gonna Google it. I, I, you know, I think it is. I was directed by Nancy Myers. I was gonna okay. say from Star yep, Wars. Hans Zimmer. There we yes. go. All right, all right, that's he what I thought. So so his soundtrack, it, it's it's really good. All right, all right, good. All right. Yeah, yeah. Well, there we go. I'm adding that to the uh, to my list. So there we go. Very yeah, good. All so right. that would be that. All right, so That's the holiday five. number five. All right, perfect. All right, now we're getting into the uh, the real uh, uh, crunch, if you will. So number four for me is Christmas with the Cranks. Oh, such a classic. I adore this film, and. I am always amazed and saddened whenever I hear people shit on this film. <laughs> I think it is a riot. Tim Allen and Jamie Lee Curtis are perfectly cast. They have oh. great chemistry as Nora, as Luther, Crank. Again, yeah, guys, this is a a, a Christmas movie. It's about people skipping Christmas in a neighborhood that pretty much, if you don't celebrate or or follow the, the neighborhood orthodoxy, you're outcast. Like again, let's not you know read too much into this. Like it's it's a funny comedy, but like people like have very strong opinions. I realize, oh, this is a terrible movie. Like, okay, guys, okay, we want something different. I, I I think it is a riot. It's again, it's funny. There's that word again. It's heartwarming, but uh, it's yeah. just. There's such an interesting, almost relatability, if you will. Like, I mean, not necessarily to the characters per se, but just to that whole situation. Like, you know, their daughter is gone. They don't want to be celebrating Christmas alone, so they're going to skip it that yeah. year. Like, you know, and you sort of like There's realize how almost impossible it is to, even if you decide we're going to like step outside of the, uh, you know, the Christmas uh, craze, if you will, you can't, uh, you can't sort of escape it because it's, it's all around you, whether it's in the, the trees or the decorating. I, I just, I don't know. It's a, it's a hilarious movie. 
I always have a big smile on my face uh, after uh, after watching it, and I, you know, I know I like it, it, in our family, so it's it is a like around the holidays, like you know, you say something, okay, you know, you drop a Christmas <laughs> with the correct line, like you know, just you know, whether it's Nora or Luther, it's just like yeah. I, I adore this movie, and and I I do think it is criminally underrated, like the, like. I, I think Jingle All the Way is underrated. This even more so. Yeah. The, the, this to me should be right up there as a certified Christmas classic, and I will I will stand on that uh, Christmas soapbox if I you will. I don't have much to say because it's coming up next for me. Okay. Um, but I my uh, four would be Elf. Oh, very nice. I'm Elf now because. I I think my sister and I were we used to and I I don't know where you were. <laughs> we used to watch it like all year long. I feel like we used to watch it. I feel like before it became popular. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I do remember that growing up. Yeah, like it we, was always it was like, the video one, was always. But yeah, what's your favorite color? Like we were yeah. we were son of a nutcracker. Like we would quote a lot of like and just laugh our pants off like we're gonna sing and you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's so many good lines it's a good movie and, like it's, it's really Phil good. and I now though we'll, we'll do like you know <laughs> oh I'm usually the one making or breakfast and then <laughs> he's right. like buddy I'll just stick with the coffee and like puts his pasta back <laughs> there like I feel like there's just so many as we've aged we've made jokes from like the older parts of it but there's just so it many carries classic on, lines yeah. That you could say with it. So I think it's a very special, and it's the true meaning of believing, I Mm, think. Good point. Getting that sleigh to fly and off a Christmas spirit, if you will. Um, And and Will Ferrell, he will always be Buddy the Elf. No, he's Buddy. You couldn't make a sequel with that, so please don't. um, Well, fun fact, there was a sequel proposed. I know. And Will Ferrell said no. John Favreau said no. You gotta say no. I, I have read part of the outline of it and again take it with a grain of salt but right what i have read folks be glad it didn't happen because dear god talk about just you know pouring gasoline on the christmas tree and setting it on fire because whew, it would not have been pretty but yeah uh no elf is a classic and i, I co-sign everything you've said yeah, about that right yeah, buddy the elf absolutely all right number three all right so now we're getting the top three so for me it is home alone mm. i pretty much i i co-sign everything that you said earlier jen this is is a wonderful charming i'm gonna use that word again heartwarming <laughs> film but like this first one compared to the sequel and i don't even count you know the other ones because yeah. they they just no comment. Oh, right. No That's comment. No more. comment on the other films. But the the first one has such a I don't want to say a seriousness to it, but it, it is very grounded. And yeah. I think that was the genius of it because obviously the stuff with Marv and Harry once they get to the house and the blow torches and, and all the and the antics, like yeah, it's 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 slapstick, it's comedy. But they did such a great job at, at investing uh, our interest in Kevin and his story mm-hmm. and sort of just following around this eight-year-old as he's left alone. It's like, well, how would you act at that age? It's like, okay, yeah, you would go nuts and like, eat junk food and oh. order pizza. But then, like, after, like, you know, a little bit, the shine would wear you off. It's like, family. you want your family back. And so, like, yeah. they really found that, did a good job that, that. that 
that connection with it. And interestingly, the character of Marley was not that prominent in the script. That was something they developed later on, uh, which again, I think was another nice touch because it sort of adds another layer to the film as opposed to just like Christmas hijinks and slapstick. And then of course you've got John Candy oh, who shows gosh. up. Like talk about the, I mean, it's really like an extended cameo. I mean, he is wonderful. He was worked for 23 hours, just one day's oh, work. Great. Made he literally pretty much did as a favor to John Hughes um, because they had such a great relationship. But uh, he, again, Classic. that's another thing that's missing from the sequel. Like you don't have, you don't have, you don't have old man Marley. You don't have the Chicago, the house based yeah. setting, and you're missing John Candy. Like it gets all those little ingredients really make just it, make it such film. a perfect film. It's like the perfect Christmas tree. It's like you know it when you see it, and it's like you can't ever replicate it. Oh, it's just yeah. it's right there. Uh, so I, I I adore that film. Uh, watch it. Every single year, uh, yeah. m- more than once. Yeah. <laughs> I'll gladly say that. Um, All right, Jen, number so three. So my three is now Christmas with the Cranks. Oh, very nice. But I debated with this spot for three because I feel like my top three are just all, like, they all kind of go together. They're all... Interchangeable. You know, yeah, yeah. But I think it's a movie that, like, we saw in theaters when we were younger, I think. We did, yeah. Yeah, we saw it. And yeah. I think we were all, like, kind of meh when we left. But, like, as you keep rewatching it over the years, I think that's what I would encourage people to do. So it had called it a bad film because it's really not. It's hilarious. It, 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 and it's, like, it just has so much, like, charm to it. I mean, I was going to call her Laurie Strode. Um, <laughs> Jamie, like, like, Curtis, like, she just, she nailed it as his wife. Like the, as Nora. The, as, like, a, as Nora, like, the... The mother, but like kind of the nagging wife, and like you know, I don't know, or like kind of she's the one that have to voice run of reason, by. yeah, yeah. But yeah. Like she just has a lot of. She was great in it, and then um, Tim Allen kind of being like the self-centered, <laughs> you know, like all about the cruise, like Christmas, like forget Christmas. It's all about us this year, our daughter. Like he still wanted to go on the trip when his daughter came home. You know what I mean? But then you're he, still moping. He finds like the true meaning of Christmas, which is I think very beautiful. So I definitely would put that into like that top three. You don't know where you would put it, but I guess I'd put it there um because my other two i feel are so strong um oh. i'm just saying rewatch it especially if you were not a fan of this film no i i do know there are fans of this film so mm-hmm. again we're, we're not alone but like you know not that rotten tomatoes is everything mm-hmm. but like i was stunned just to see like how shockingly low it it's is just I mean, so like, funny. like no, i think say, you'll like, miss the bar late, like Oh, the liquor store closed we just close it again it's it's, it's like it. elf there's so many quotable moments and lines that you can kind of like just apply to everyday life hickory even when it's ham. not I, know the I still want to try that I don't know if that's a real thing or not but it always looks good I know, I know my mouth is always watering yeah. every time I think, oh, you must try Blair's favorite Larry's favorite hickory no, hoodie it's ham it's a great it, it is a wonderful film absolutely agree with you alright so number two uh, this will come as no surprise to anyone who's listened to this show in the past uh, because I've mentioned it many many times and it is on uh, my uh, top ten favorite films of all time. Oh. And so that is A Christmas Story. Yeah. This movie, uh, where do I begin? It, it is one of the most pure Christmas stories, in a way, a you know, Christmas story about a Christmas story. Um, 
just it's tall it's it's Christmas through the eyes of you know however old Ralphie is you know eight ten years old and it stays with him this again another situation where perfect casting uh, with a child actor but it it's sort of it's vignettes because that's what Christmas and that whole time of your your life is it's little moments like you know school and doing crazy stuff with like you know sticking your tongue to the to the flagpole or you know going to get the christmas tree or you know the the lamp like it's it's all these little moments that sort of then build up you know wanting to find that you know that perfect christmas gift and scheming how am i going to get the christmas yeah, gift i'll try to get ask the parents now i'll ask the teacher oh wait a minute. i'll ask santa like uh-huh. and then the, the mall say it as a jerk like we've all had experience like yeah. if you've seen a santa claus at some point you know there's always you know one asshole who's like you know, you know, been on the job a little too long. I, it's just a, it's a hilarious and, and I think in a lot of ways accurate take on sort of like the entire Christmas season. And I, I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what movie you talk about. That whole morning, Christmas morning scene, I think is the most realistic depiction of what Christmas morning is like when you were a kid. Just that whole feeling of like waking up and then you just like, you're just diving in. You're ripping open gifts. Oh, look what they got. Like, you're just ripping open yeah, gifts. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, you know, the big reveal. And, of course, he does get his uh, he does get his Red Rider. Like, I, I just, I, I have just such a huge smile. And, like, like it almost brings, like, a tear to my eye, like, every time I watch this movie. Because it just, it, it's funny. There's all these moments. But it's it's real. Like, it just has a, a grounded believability to it that it just stays with you. And, and I feel like you appreciate even more as uh as you get older and that's something i have found uh, as the years have gone by this movie just it just resonates in a way that that a lot of christmas movies are like oh that's a fun like you know great time but like i don't know this one it, it just stays with me i i did not put this on my list because i did not i've never fully seen it to the end because i've fallen asleep <sighs> And it's not the dramatic Christmas revelation on this one. <laughs> it's just I think when I've watched it, I've been really tired. Like I've worked a shift. Like I don't, and I've never really. I think when you would watch it, like and maybe I wasn't. You know, I don't know. I don't know. But I, I, I get the, the truth comes out. Guys. I've seen parts of it. I've loved like the parts I've seen. It's been really funny. Like. With the kid that's all dressed up, his bro- and her brother, like in all the oh yeah, the snow gear, yep. and then you know, like yep, when he's reading his his letter, like you know, say what I want for Christmas. Well, it's great. <laughs> like you know, I think I think I really would love it. I just have well, I do got to see it well, cover I, to cover. This uh, it's the, like this action. this Christmas Eve or something. It. We'll uh, we'll uh, we'll watch it. Yeah, yeah we'll, I know. I, I will I will make Jen watch a Christmas story. Yeah, I will do it because our my our fifth grade teacher, I remember in fifth grade, she said her favorite every every Christmas Eve or day, I can't remember. She they would watch a Christmas story. It's a tradition, and I think it's a lot. Well, of it's always on yeah. twenty four hours, uh, December twenty fifth yeah. through the twenty fifth. Like That's what she TNT said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or something or TBS. So, uh, no, well, I have to give it a whirl. Finally, I love. There we have go. Some coffee or something. <laughs> I'll report it's back next year, guys. It's not no. the movie's fault. No, but I, yeah. yeah, I guess I would go with for second one is the National Lampoon. Oh, no, very vacation. nice. Oh, boy, that I know what your number one is. Um, because <laughs> we like, I think it's because we end up doing a lot of quotes. We love the entire National Lampoon vacations, anyways. But this one with Christmas just is a whole new level. Yep. And I think we definitely share a lot of similar interest with this movie in general with our family. <laughs> like, yeah. And just that you just feel for Chevy Chase. 
Because it's a man that truly wants the best for his family, wants to have the perfect Christmas. And there's just so many things that go wrong. And we've had that and over our Christmas in the, Christmases in the years. We're like just trying to plan the best. And then it just, you it know. It never goes right. It never goes the way you want it. So, But it's, it is a, a true classic. I think it's another one that we quote. We also, fun fact, have a Christmas tree with all the ornaments. Well, Chevy Chevy, what should I say? National Lampoon christmas ornaments that's a mouthful um with a designated tr- like on a designated tree so we hang all that up so we are i think in this house definitely our whole family is like a christmas vacation and we try and watch it the, uh, the christmas eve usually but we also watch it throughout the whole year because they play it all the time anyways even though it's not christmas <laughs> it's a good one it's a classic so i definitely love it I know that you do too. <laughs> well, no, that you sort of—that's a perfect way to tee off, um, tee up. Uh, for me, my my number one is National Lampoon's mm-hmm. Christmas Vacation. This is again another one of these films that makes my top ten uh, just movies of all time. Uh, I, it, it's it's hilarious. It's Daddy. it's again it's heartwarming. <laughs> it, Clark grows I, I've seen this meme online. The older you get, the more you realize how right you like. You relate to Clark, particularly this time of year. Um, it, it, it's it's one of those movies again. It's sort of like Christmas itself. It's like little moments, like you know, yeah. trying to get the tree, going to go get, uh, get, get the presents, like you know, getting the wrong tree. Or we've you know, had those tree you know, stuff like years. that. You know, tree malfunctions, or you know, the dinner doesn't go oh, right, or the yeah. house gets like it, it, it's. It's over the top. It's it's hilarious, but like there's sort of like a relatability liked our to company, it. Though. Oh yeah, no, we we've never wanted to, you know throw our company out <laughs> yeah. at Christmas time. Um, no, that's for sure. <laughs> but no, th- there's just a, a a charming and and just just wacky and, and and zany aspect to the whole thing. I mean, it's it's a Christmas classic. I mean, they, like I I think many people would put this film at or near the top of the list because it it is it is sort of the quintessential Christmas movie just from just the trappings of it. I actually think it is the best of the vacation movies. And I said it as someone who's enjoyed particularly the first two European and and um the original, but I think this one just with the Christmas setting and oh, just yeah. you know it's the idea like they're not going anywhere they're just home yeah. like it, it's hilarious like no, just, even when they're home it's no nothing goes right like you know that like just the whole ending with like you know the arrest and like you're know, welcome to our home what's, what's left, left of it, it. You know, take a look around you well we're at the threshold. <laughs> I know. Like it just it's it is so it's a it's it's a, it's a oh, the squirrel just moment Eddie, oh no you know? Eddie is just Eddie Merry Christmas shitter was full like yeah. it's just I, I just how long you plan to stay <laughs> like, it's like don't you fall in love with it <laughs> like just the RV like oh it's just I I, I again this is another one just absolutely adore this film it is to me the perfect Christmas film because it, it has everything it, it's got the hilarity. It has sort of the insane sets, you know, setups like you know Clark decorating the house with all the lights, oh and of course God. that not going well, and like his first of many flip-outs during the course of the holiday season. But yet at the end of the day, it's all about sort of like the impossible becoming possible. Beverly D'Angelo, who plays Ellen in in the movies, she has always said that for her the through line of all the vacation movies, but particularly. Christmas Vacation 
is it really is a romantic comedy as much as as a yeah. comedy and it's that that through line of Ellen and Clark like it's their story you know, yeah. she loves this man he loves this woman and it's that unbreakable bond and and that's something that I think is just sort of just touching and, and inspiring oh, like you know l- truly you know the other day love conquers all and at Christmas time that's what it should be yeah. you know peace on earth uh, goodwill toward men uh, and to quote Batman Returns and women yeah. <laughs> sorry I had to get that one in there but yeah that's number one for me so, so Jen my I, I know where this is going is, um, it's probably one that I don't think is common to most I told you there would be unconventional ones and here. <laughs> um, it is Eloise at Christmas time. So it takes place with, I think there's a TV show, which I've actually never seen, but the Eloise, that's the girl. But I I don't think they had any more. No, this was the last one, yeah. But I I think it was all cartoons. I think it might have been cartoons, but this is the. But this is like the only live action one. No, there was, I think, another one. Clearly, I didn't care because I only watched the one that I liked. Um, But I love this, and I definitely think there's a lot of Christmas charm to it. I watched it all the time as a little girl, and, you know, I loved the idea of a girl living in a hotel, the plaza in particular, and, like, basically running the show in New York, (laughs) and then, you know, getting to know, like, the staff of the hotel and the little pug that she had I was obsessed with. But as I watch it as an adult, there's a lot of, like, funny references that are not like you don't it goes notice over your head as, as a, a kid, kid yeah. but like nanny sleeping in late <laughs> <laughs> nanny needs a cup of coffee in the morning from a long night <laughs> you know what i mean there's a lot of like funny things that you can kind of go into more and then i obviously love the romance because i'm a romance of how eloise meddles in trying to get her best friend, which is kind of sad, one of her best friends who's an adult, not a little kid, um, back together with his old, like, girlfriend, the owners, the daughters, uh, the owner of the Plaza Hotel's daughter who returns home for a Christmas wedding. So the whole thing, I just feel like, is so special. And also the music, not bad. I don't know who it's by, but um, I truly enjoy it. And we... Try and watch it, I believe, Christmas Eve. Eve. Oh, that's right, because I make a big deal of that in the thing, like Christmas Eve Eve, the 23rd. Yeah. I don't know. For some reason, I try and watch it Christmas Eve Eve, because I like to, like, be getting prepping for Christmas Eve and then also have it on. And I've seen it a million times, but (laughs) I will see it a million more. I think it's great. It's an every year classic. I love that. Again, told you there would be unconventional. Yeah. Give it a whirl. No, so Eloise at at Christmas time. I would not. It used to be on a lot, but now I think you'd have to like rent it. stream it or something. But they used to play it, I feel like, on Freeform. Sure. And um, maybe once Disney, but. Yeah, I don't know. So if you have, if anyone has cable anymore, right? No, <laughs> but uh, yeah. No, so I love that. I, that, that, I love that. I, I I had a funny feeling when it wasn't mentioned to us. I bet that's going to be number one. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's very good. Very good. Well, there you have it. I think we have uh, we have unwrapped Christmas uh, twenty twenty three. Yeah. Uh, all of our. Again, all of our favorite. Or unwrapped or wrapped? <laughs> oh, well, okay. I told you the, the, the jokes don't stop here on this show. Um, 
No, again, this is not meant to be a, a comprehensive or even exhaustive list. I know some people are probably losing their minds right now that I have not mentioned Miracle on 34th Street. Oh, you or, know what? That was a good one. Or, or It's a Wonderful Life. But, like, you know what? These are these are my films. The these are Grinch. Jen's films. Yeah, I, I, I know the Grinch is not out there. You know, no comments. Yeah. <laughs> um, unless we're talking about the original animated special. But, um, yeah, there we go then. No, uh, yeah, this is all meant to be, uh, again, just sort of our favorite Christmas films and sort of what, which ones we go back to each year. Again, I, each one of these films yeah. has a special place, uh, in, uh, in, in our, uh, in our hearts. But, uh, certainly, you know, when you think of Christmas movies, these are, are the ones that uh, mean something to, uh, to us here, but certainly want to know your thoughts, want to know what your favorite Christmas movies are. Uh, do you uh, share any similarities uh, with our list? Do you have unconventional picks? Again, I, I imagine Die Hard might make a few picks. Uh, mm-hmm. Certainly, uh, you know, It's a Wonderful Life or, uh, you know, the aforementioned uh, The Grinch, you know, again, <laughs> countless, countless classic films. And again, I'm sure we've not even cracked uh, the, the tip of the iceberg, so to speak. But uh, no, Jen, this was fun. So yeah, thank, thank you. you so much for having no, me. No, thank you for... Uh, for being on the uh, the show, what I believe is now the fifth time. Yeah, and, uh, I don't know. I, 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 I have to go back and yeah. double check. It's, it's four or five at this yeah. point. Um, it's a wrap for the 20... Well, you probably have some more. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's right. 20, no, that's right. No, just... Uh, just uh, this will be uh, the last Christmas-themed episode of uh, the year, but uh, one more episode to go next week. It will be another ranking episode a look back at the year of 2023 in movies. Uh, I'll be joined by another special guest, and we'll be talking about our favorite films of the year. Uh, you can probably already guess what my number one film of the year uh, will be, but I will hold you all in suspense uh, until that episode, which will drop after the holidays. But, uh, Jen, once again, want to thank you for being thank on the show. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you having me on again. And I Absolutely. hope everybody has a wonderful Christmas and happy holidays. Very nice. Oh, that is a perfect way to end today's episode. Uh, next time uh, will be after Christmas. So uh, right now I want to wish each and every one of you a Merry Christmas, a Happy Holidays, and especially say thank you to you, the listeners, to you, the friends, for being a part of this cinematic journey with me and Tuning in each Friday to hear what I say about movies, what I have to say on movies, uh, means the world to me, and I am so grateful and appreciative to each and every one of you who takes the time to listen, to chime in with your thoughts, your feedback, your reactions. It just, it, it means the world to me, and as I've said before, and I will say it again, I, I appreciate each and every one of you. You are a friend of, of this show, a friend of mine, and uh, I hope you have a wonderful, happy, and healthy holiday season here's to good tidings uh, for the rest of the year and in the new year to come that is all that i have for you today i'll be back next week for the last episode of 2023 where we'll do this all over again for the love of movies merry christmas everybody All copyright material used or referenced in this show belong to the rightful owners and is made possible by the Fair Use Act. Thank you for listening to Phil at the Movies.